0: Must mentionables. This section is you cannot talk about the movie Amelie without mentioning blank. Uh, Penny, do you have something to kick us off?
1: Her haircut,
0: <laughs> <laughs> iconic. It's right up there with Rachel. <laughs> <It must be. laughs> did you did yeah. you adapt that um, hairstyle at any point in your life?
1: Uh, I'm currently so I yes and 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 this is like. So the pre version, pre Amelie, I had that haircut and that was very much by accident. Uh, And it uh, has, it lives on in my family's memory to the point where recently I cut my hair again and again, it was accidentally way too short with this weird little uh, fringe. And my family were like, what, what, it wasn't bad enough for you the first time around. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You're an adult
0: human being. Uh, is it time? I feel like it might be time for the Emily haircut to come back because it yeah. does look. Uh, it stood out to me when I was watching. I it. was like, "That look, that's a great hairstyle,
2: great haircut." And you know, there was a. I um, think
1: that it, it you can't carry it off that easily. Like Audrey tattoo rocks it. Right. Uh, I
0: don't okay <laughs>
2: uh yeah there was a apparently an up a huge uptick as well as the hairstyle in the name amelie uh mm. around that time beautiful like in, name in newborn babies mm. the film was so oh, popular right. that it you know there was a huge mm. spike
0: um i love the line from the homeless guy early on i don't work sundays so that's just great that is so yeah, good cute. such uh, a good line the cafe where she works, huge selection of cigarettes available to purchase, <laughs> which uh, just it stands out in twenty twenty to 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 look back at that and go, wow, that's a lot, um, and and it rem- rem- like just just the, how much things have changed. I I, I was on exchange in two thousand and five, so like straight out of high school, and you could still smoke indoors and in cafes and stuff. Um, so wow. I just I have memories of being in places like that and just choking. That's something that's missing from this film, just the pervasive, <laughs> thick smoke inside the and cafe. And people coughing. Oh, and people just there's, coughing.
1: There's an abundance of phone booths as well. It's like everywhere
0: yes. that Emily yeah, needs to be, there's a
1: phone booth. <laughs> a phone booth within sight of another phone booth. That is excessive.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't understand the logic there.
2: Uh, Kia, any must-mentionables? Yeah, well, just touching on that, sort of the lack of smoke, despite the fact that everyone's selling a huge range of cigarettes, apparently this is less about the screenplay, but the the mm-hmm. film itself, he wanted so badly to make Paris look beautiful that they had everywhere they shot, they would send a cleaning crew in before they shot the scene to get rid of all the rubbish and the graffiti and everything else. So oh, it was a huge oh, effort to make each sort of Paris location look pristine and beautiful. Um, yeah. Which I thought That's was quite sad.
1: <laughs> like, it does look like a set, doesn't it? It, it doesn't does look yeah. real. It's amazing yeah. to me that it is actually shot in Paris.
0: And that, like Sacré Coeur, that the the church, that nothing, what it was like the building itself, but just the, what's going on around it and who's hanging around. Nothing like when I went there in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the, um, the- what do
1: you think What do you think is the significance of Nino working in a sex shop with a peep show?
0: Well, that was one of my must-mentionables, is that his two jobs are working in a sex shop and scaring slash caressing people on a haunted house ride. <laughs> but, but two very, like, non-Parisian,
2: non-very French jobs. Um, I would have... Yeah. Well, I have to say, my- on the page... The the um ghost train thing felt quite sweet and then when I watched it in the film I was like, It's quite creepy. <laughs> it's weird. Oh that's Penny?
1: interesting. I, I I really liked the ghost train scene. It doesn't look real at all though, like with all the dry ice and stuff like that. I've been on <laughs> ghost trains where you can see the people like walking around in their shoes yeah. costumes and like trying to hide. Yeah. You can see their the the um the waistband of their jeans hanging out from their like Ghost outfit, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
1: I oh. wonder whether it's like. Well, I mean, for starters, Montmartre and like that whole area, Pigalle. It's uh, it's like the red light district of Paris. So I guess, I guess there's that. Uh, geographically speaking, it's you know there's a proximity, but um the the sex shop stuff. I wonder whether they were trying to make a point about like um craving connection but sort of making do with you know the next like I guess sex just mm. just sex stuff
2: hmm mm. that makes sense cause they
1: that. cause when she rings up she's like I'm I'm ringing about the, the paper you know like cause mm. he's he, he wants the album returned and gives the number of the sex shop um they say, oh, yeah, well, um, like, are you over 18 and have you, have you shaved? Are, yeah. you, are you shaved? And that's so confronting in a film with, with like, a childlike heroine and everything is sort of like yeah. about, you know.
0: Um, well, yeah, it's something that that's so innocence. whimsical and has CGI animals and imaginary friends and um, people melting yeah, and, and, and like stuff. And then a suddenly, sepia,
1: yeah. A sepia tint to the entire thing. And then there's just like, yeah, allusions to f- like pub- pubic hair and, um, and the stripper dancing in the, in the peep show and stuff.
0: But is that, is that I wonder then maybe if, if that is, so she is sort of taking those first little steps to kind of reach out to this guy and this, that's sort of her first step and then it's ugly and it mm, sort of is, knock, knocks her back. And is so then she has to if she really wants it to overcome that and keep moving forward. That's I wonder. A good point. Um, the horse in the cycling race on the television. How lovely uh, was that? Yeah, I looked into oh it. Oh my god! Uh, it it happened during an event called the Citrium International. It was not the Tour de France uh, in 1997. So it it happened. Well, yeah, the the year that the film is set. Uh, A horse jumped over a fence and joined the peloton, eventually passing it, leaving the race only 20 kilometres from the finish line. Wow. (laughs) So that horse could have won that stage.
1: (laughs) They would have struggled to get the yellow jersey on him. (laughs) I Uh, I I remember being haunted by that you know, like the imagery with the piano music and everything, I was haunted by the series of images. The, like the, she sends the video to Monsieur Dufayel and there's the horse running the race. And then there's the man doing backflips while a dog, dog runs over his body.
0: Mm, I meant to look that up And as then, well.
1: Yeah, and then there's a woman playing, like absolutely shredding.
0: Yeah, in front of a On choir. an electric
1: guitar in front of a choir. And that series of imagery, I was like, that. I, I, I don't think I've ever stopped thinking about that man doing backflips with a dog running over him. <laughs>
0: no Somewhere one's done that some, on your subconscious. Australia's got talent yet. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's quite a visual mixtape. Yeah. 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 Stunning. Uh, we sh- we should move on, but are there any other must mentionables
2: before I've we move on? Just I've got to say, it would feel remiss not to mention the garden gnomes because to me, that's one of the most memorable parts of this movie. Is the travelling garden gnome? I think that's one of the <laughs> sweetest little sort of short stories within this film. Did this and apparently
0: movie start that trend?
2: Well, it's no, it's based on a true story, apparently, loosely in the UK of this like collective called the. Uh, Gnome Liberation Society or something who went around stealing people's gnomes and then sort of sending letters back to them um, and they ended up getting arrested for it for, for property theft yeah um, but I think it's for the crime so of whimsy in this film <laughs> yeah. so cynical yeah for being too whimsical <laughs> um, and one other thing that I love just. Actually, these are a couple of things just about the screenplay itself and, you know, the words on the page. I love that very occasionally, you know, they have animated crocodiles and they have all sorts of stuff that is clearly going to be CGI, but then occasionally they just put in brackets special effect and, you know, the grocer literally disintegrates and falls into millions of pieces, bracket special effect. And <laughs> <laughs> I just love that they felt the need to clarify that on certain <laughs> ones. You know, it's not consistent went, through, but it's just like, in case you thought we were actually going to disintegrate a grocer, this one is going to be a special effect. <laughs> Whereas the cartoon crocodile imaginary friend, just keep reading. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's... <laughs>